Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 33, titled, The Sandman Cometh. In this episode, uh, the Sandman and the Catwoman team up to do stuff. And Batman and Robin have to stop them. As they always do. I mean, this episode, just on its own is a million times better than both halves of the Puzzler arc combined. And I really should take that as a win, but... Uh, it's... It's okay. It's fine. Like, I feel like this might be one of those instances where the first half is mostly just setting the stage for what will be a much better second half, or at least I hope that's the case, because not a lot happens here, and I'm very conflicted as to how I feel about the villain situation in this arc, because on the one hand, Sandman is absolutely a who-gives-a-shit villain, 100%. He's nothing. He's just awful. He's a nothing, dumb, gimmicky, whatever villain and he gets way more screen time than I would like. But at the same time, his partnership with the Catwoman makes him somewhat tolerable. His partnership with a previously established villain who I actually like and who I actually care about watching makes the pill, the bitter, bitter pill of this nothing villain much, much easier to swallow. Which, honestly, I feel like that's how they should handle who-gives-a-shit villains, period. You want to put someone like a Ma Parker or a Shaman? Fine. But do us all a favor and put them against a Joker or a Penguin, someone we actually like. If they did that all throughout the series, then it would have been much more consistent. So, I'm, I'm mixed on how I feel about the villain situation in this arc. Also, I will say, uh, Michael Rennie gives a very, very good performance as Sandman. He does a really, really good job here. But the Sandman himself is a really dumb character. Uh, Alright, let's get into the events of this episode itself. Uh, We start things off, opening sequence, Sandman and Catwoman are meeting in some hideout somewhere, and they're like, we're teaming up to do a thing. 
okay, bye. And then Sandman leaves, and it's like, I'm absolutely gonna double-cross her after this is over. And Catwoman's like, I'm absolutely gonna double-cross him after this is over. And then she's just... And then she discovers that one of her henchwomen is an undercover cop. And she discovers this because the policewoman very conspicuously went to a phone and dialed the police commissioner immediately after Catwoman's meeting with the Sandman. That's really terrible undercover work. You should have been way more discreet. But anyway, this policewoman gets a call out saying, Commissioner, Catwoman and Sandman are working together. Ah! And then gets captured. So Commissioner Gordon's like, Yeah, we should probably call Batman, but Chief O'Hara's like, Dude, nothing's happened yet. And Commissioner's like, I don't care! Catwoman and Sandman are working together! We can't do this on our own! So... Commissioner picks up the bat phone, and at the Wayne Manor, Anne Harriet's complaining because, oh, which translates to, there's a weird beeping coming from Bruce's study. I don't like it. Now for it's like, Look, shut up. I will make the beeping stop. Just go away. No one likes you. And he answers the bat phone and is like, Yeah, Batman's not here. He has his own personal business. And the commissioner's like, Well, we're screwed. And Chief O'Hare's like, Hey, why don't we flash the bat signal? Oh, that's a, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Flash the bat signal. And Bruce and Dick are apparently on a camping trip. With a bunch of teenage boys. Bunch of teenage boys. Uh, older man. On a camping trip together. Nothing creepy about that. Nothing creepy about that at all. Bunch of teenagers, alone in the woods, with an older man, leading them around. Nothing wrong with that. It's totally, it's totally fine. It's 100% completely fine. Anyway, they can't leave. Because they have all these teenage boys around them. They can't lead them out of the woods this time of night. So they're stuck. They're stuck there. They can't help. Ah! And then we get what I like to call opening sequence take two. (laughs) Which is essentially what the opening sequence would have been in literally any other episode. But it's after the theme music, because I guess they had to pad this out for time. 
So there's a woman sleeping on a mattress in the display window. And then she gets kidnapped. By kidnapped, I mean someone just carries her away in front of everybody while she's sleeping. And Commissioner Gordon's like, Okay, now someone's been kidnapped. We need to call Batman and Robin again. So Commissioner gets on the bat phone, calls, and Alfred's like, yeah, he's not here. Oh, wait, he is here. Bruce and Dick walk in, and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Just shut up. Shut the hell up. We get it. Bad things are happening. You don't have to be this aggressive. We have lives. So now they spring into action. Oh, wait, that already happened. (laughs) So as they're springing into action, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara are watching a television interview with the woman who was kidnapped and has since escaped. But the woman is Catwoman. And instead of talking about her abduction in the interview, she's like, man, I went to this dude, Dr. Sam Nabla. Sam Nabla. I went to Dr. Sam Nabla and he helped me sleep. Dr. Sam Nabla can help anyone sleep. This is totally not part of an evil plan. (laughs) <laughs> and by the way, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara are immediately like, yeah, that's Catwoman, obviously. So then you cut Catwoman and Sandman's hideout. They're talking about how great their plan is. Uh, this really rich chick calls... Uh, J. Pauline Spaghetti. Literally her name. It's hilariously stupid. (laughs) So, J. Pauline Spaghetti calls and is like, I want to see the doctor. I'll give him $100,000 if he comes to my penthouse in 10 minutes. So, of course, Sandman goes there immediately. Uh, And then we cut to the Batcave, and they're talking about how Commissioner Gordon is an idiot and gave him nothing. So, they're working things out in their head. They know that Catwoman was the woman who got kidnapped, quote-unquote. They know that Sandman and Samnabula are one and the same. So, clearly, he's got to be targeting a wealthy insomniac, a famous insomniac in Gotham City. They input this into the back computer, and the back computer literally just starts pumping out spaghetti. Like, it, it literally is pumping out spaghetti through a little hole. 
That's not the back computer telling you something. That's the back computer being seriously broken. You need to get that repaired. And not, oh, oh, you're taking this seriously? You're, you're taking that seriously as a, as a lead. Okay. The 60s. Oh, the 60s when no one knew how technology worked. <laughs> and all television and movie writers did was guess. Very, very poorly. <laughs> it literally pumped out spaghetti. <laughs> why did it pump out spaghetti? <laughs> and why did they take that seriously? So, they put together that Sandman's targeting J. Pauline's spaghetti... So they race over to her penthouse, where Dr. Sam Nabula shown up and is like, okay, let's do your checkup. Let's see how I can make you sleep. Boom, sleeping powder. You're now asleep. And also, you can tell me where your financial record is. And she's like, my financial record is in the drawer. The so Sandman goes over there, reads through it a bit, and then it's like, okay, just fully sleep for a while. Instead of being in, like, mind control, fake sleep. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> so, Sandman is pretty much ready, but then his henchmen come in and are like, hey, Batman and Robin are climbing up the side of the building with their bat ropes. Sandman's like, god damn it. So she wakes up, or he, rather, wakes up Spaghetti. And... Then Batman and Robin come in and are like, You're Sandman! You're an evil dude! And Spaghetti's like, Well, I never! You are forming baseless accusations against this medical genius who made me sleep and never gave me any form of insight into his methods. For all I know, he just slipped me some random drug and I fell asleep and throughout any of that time, he could have done anything. You know, now that I'm talking this out in a rational way, I feel like this guy might not be so legit. That is how a normal person would think through this, but... Now she just sticks to the whole, he's a medical genius, you guys are idiots thing. Uh, apparently Sandman didn't actually steal anything, so they can't prove that it's him. And Sandman just leaves. Batman and Robin are uh, and Batman and Robin are like, "Well, bye." <laughs> so they immediately go back to the mattress factory where the woman was kidnapped, quote unquote. 
They go there. Immediately, Sandman and his goons come bursting out of a wall, jumping on a bed in hilarious fashion. And then there's a fight. Boom, bam, pow. All the words. A lot of this fight involves jumping on the bed. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. The fight ends with Batman being piled under a stack of mattresses for some reason and Robin getting hit with that sleeping powder and being mind-controlled. So Batman's captured, Robin's under Sandman's spell, and then we get the cliffhanger, which is literally just Batman's on a giant sewing machine and he's going to get stitched to a mattress. And Robin pulls the lever, and Batman's like, What have you done to him? And that's where the episode ends. It's a very simple, very underwhelming cliffhanger. But whatever. Uh, Tune in next time. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Yeah, that was okay. (laughs) That was an okay first half. We'll see how the second half goes. It's entirely possible that they will be able to redeem it. I hope they will. Because damn it, I want my streak back. I want my good Batman streak back. I needs it. I needs it. Uh, (laughs) If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive so that you can be here Every single Monday through Friday, as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, You can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 34. Talk to you then.